Thank you for joining me. Welcome everyone on the Truth and Art Radio Network. Welcome everyone watching on Rumble, the new improved Rumble. I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah, Rumble seems to have corrected their algorithm. Look at the timing. All of a sudden, all these videos, these Truth and Art TV videos that had what? 5,000 views, 6,000 views, 7,000 views, all suddenly have 15, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 views. <laughs> Maybe it could be a coincidence, but um, anyway, thanks to Rumble for correcting at least somewhat something of an algorithm issue. All right, people. <clears throat> we'll talk more later. Don't forget to join me on the Truth and RTV VIP side. We have another bombshell, the final part of the Operation Trust series, part six. We'll talk about that later as well. Why not pick up where we left off on Wednesday? Welcome, everybody. Wednesday, we talked about that there was a system of control that is in place. We were talking about this back in October of 2020 on Trump's online research project. And we were talking about, and we've been talking about this for years, the enemy, they are facing a very strange situation. For the first time, they are acknowledging their they're realizing that this thing, this mechanism that they rely on to control you and I, for the first time, they're realizing the mechanism is failing them. That is the mechanism of fake news. To put it cheaply, to put it more sophisticated, this is carefully orchestrated narratives that they create and they repeat it over and over again on multiple platforms, including their blue check marks and their social media, big tech, and of course the mainstream media. And then they roll out the wrap up smear. There's a system of control, and they do this. And then all the celebrities come out and they tell you, yeah, we acknowledge the narrative, we acknowledge that it's official. And then all the young college kids and all the kids, they're, they're told, don't you dare get out of line. Even the celebrities, we are in with this narrative and anyone who tries to violate or come against their established narrative gets censored, maybe even persecuted and attacked. And this whole perpet the system perpetuates itself. But now the system, this system, sophisticated system is not working. And that's one of the reasons why Trump was doing all these rallies. That's the reason why Trump, at the fake inauguration in January of 2021, Trump left saying, this is the beginning of MAGA, see you later, boom. That is why we've been narrating the storm on this channel for over six years. But, I mean, it's just shocking. This is why we've been saying what we've been saying. It had to be this way. Everyone has seen the darkness we talked about over the, over the weeks, over the years, we've been saying. Some things, like crimes against children, everybody, it has nothing to do with left versus right. People see it, people are seeing, and then we know that when you don't, can't, you, we can't afford to go shopping and buy food, at that point, the politics gets thrown away. You're, at that point, you're having a real-life 
wake-up experience. That is what the Great Awakening, Great Awakening is all about. And we were told that it's a battle, again, a, the, the battle to prevent truth from reaching the people. And they keep us all divided on top of everything else I said. And now that system, which, which also includes fact-checkers, that system is officially falling apart. And to begin with tonight, ladies and gentlemen, this is it right here. Listen, don't take it from me. They, the enemy, they're going to tell you, listen carefully. They are calling it out exactly. This is the actual Great Awakening. I'm putting it in your hands. Boom. So you can hold it. Yeah, like the coin. And then Noble Gold's not going to pay me for this. Yeah, like the coin, you hold it in your hand and you can admire it. This is what the Great Awakening is about. Do point out, though, the White House argument has been the same all year long. For months, he's been making this argument. And yet our latest poll here at NBC shows only 16 percent believe the economy is excellent or good. Fifty nine percent expect a recession within a year. So why isn't that argument working? <laughs> well, because you need to come to Truth and RTV. We just explained why the argument's not working. I just literally explained, I gave her the answer before we looked at the question. <laughs> but she, this White House person here that is going to defend, of course, she's talking, this woman here at MSNBC, she's talking about the White House and Biden lying and lying and lying and lying and lying to the American people, telling them that the economy is fine. And that everything's doing great while everyone is suffering at the gas pump. And they cannot afford eggs and milk. They can't afford to buy any, you know, baby formula and regular food. They can't afford to buy lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise. They can't afford to buy rice or spaghetti or fish or meat. They can't afford steak. They can't afford anything. But they think that they could just keep saying it. Like I just said, people, the system of control is falling apart. Listen to the enemy trying to explain it. Look, I think, first of all, it's not just an argument he's making. He's delivering for the American people. <laughs> this isn't just about but a point of view. <laughs> Listen to the lady. What? They're not buying, buying it. <laughs> so I think, obviously, as the president. She's acknowledging that no one is buying it. Stop lying. And what do they do? Again, this is a great way. This is just for your benefit, people. She knows, she acknowledges that no one is buying it. The woman from MSNBC, she acknowledges that no one is buying their lies. They're basically trying to tell you, do not believe reality. Don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe your lying wallet. So what you're suffering when you go to buy food and pay for gas? If he were here and as he's doing today, he's crossing the country, highlighting the exact things that are impacting the American people and what we're doing about it. Certainly the Inflation Reduction Act, there's progress made, but a number of those things come into uh, account January 1st. And he's also <laughs> making clear that there's a real contrast on the economy. So right when prescription drug costs are going to be lower. That's right enough when already. Shut up already with the prescription drug. All right, people, same thing, same technique. They, every time they're confronted with the economy, they always default to this thing about the prescription drugs 
the Medicare. What does that have anything to do? I want a burger. I want food. Now, help me. All right, you guys get it. So there it is. That is the actual Great Awakening, ladies and gentlemen. That is the actual, you guys know. In case there's anyone new watching, that's the actual people. That's it. This is this channel was never about predictions. And we're seeing it. And Trump is smiling. It's all happening. Boom. And why is this great? Look again, people, they don't care. Let's keep going, right? Over five dollars, Biden makes false claim about gas prices under Trump. So Biden is continuing to gaslight everyone. He's doubling and tripling down. He's lying about the economy. His people are all coming out. They can't believe it. And then, interesting, we're going to see in a few minutes, we have others, they see it. We already went over Joe Scarborough the other day, right? Others at MSNBC and others are all seeing, and they're freaking out, wondering how can this fake White House administration, which, by the way, is in their 646th day, of this fake inauguration, by the way, they're wondering, how can this be? Like, how are they continuing to double down? And we're saying to those people, let them continue lying. Kids, keep on lying to the people, right? Biden, keep lying. And by the way, the food prices, the main driver of food prices is not the price of beef and eggs, etc. Well, they're up. It's packaged goods. Boom, there it is. Shut up. We don't care that you want eggs and you want chicken and beef. Shut up, Reddy. We don't care that you want, you know, some salad and you want to get... The only thing that matters, listen to what I'm saying, is the price of packaged goods. So they are telling you to your face to shut up and accept his numbers. This is a... A, a right to your face. They're laughing at humanity. Package goods. You're going to see people not buying Kellogg's uh, raisin bran, which you're going to see them buy another raisin bran, which would be a dollar cheaper. I mean, so what's happening is there is. Think about it, people. Again, he is mocking. That's enough. Yeah. What do I care about raisin bran? Remember, people, that the climate cult, they want you to eat bugs. They don't want you to enjoy a nice meal. Get out of here with this burger lasagna or, or, you know, some nice meal with salad and meat and rice and whatever. Get out of here. Get out of here with this mashed potatoes and steak or whatever. Look, you know, raise it. You get the the non-brand raisin bran. That's what's happening, people. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve is coming out. A key inflation indicator just ticked even higher. <laughs> yeah, core prices in the personal consumption expenditures. Yeah, what PCE price index climbed for the second month in a row mirroring the consumer price index and showing rising core prices amid stubbornly high overall inflation. (laughs) And it goes on. You guys get it. So more of these reports are coming out. Now we have this core price index. This core price thing, right? 
consumer price index and this PC. So think about that more. Um, everybody's hurting. I can't believe. I mean, going out to buy food is shocking. And you have this illegitimate resident talking about Raisin Bran. But here it is, people. The enemy... I like trolling certain enemies. Certain enemies out there, to me, are laughable. And here it is, people. I love this highlight for tonight. This is the enemy. We, we played earlier this week. Joe Scarborough at MSNBC. Again, this is MSNBC. They're admitting the situation that we are watching. And then you see a woman who's raising four kids on, on 400 yeah. feet. And you go, nothing <laughs> else matters to her. There's no, there's no argument other than, uh, you, other than, guess what? We're going to figure out a way to make bread more affordable to you. I mean, there's just, you know, when you, it's about survival, when it's about these issues that just, they can't. I've never seen him this sad. Hey, Johnny Deutsch, what's the matter? <laughs> live. Now, you can scare mm-hmm. them and say it could get worse. They could take your health care away. I mean, that, that's a strategy to go. But, you know, if she is representative of a big part of the populace, and she is. And now let's even factor in people who've seen their IRAs, not a woman like that necessarily, but who've seen their RA, IRAs go down by 20, 25%. It's really tough, and I've come on the show and talked a lot about that you've got to scare people and make it sh- about the Republicans that are, are crazy people. But even with the pending crazy, when you can't afford to buy the stuff that you were able to f- buy a year or two or three years ago, it's tough, tough sledding. I hate hate to be negative mini over here. I don't even know what the hell that means. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 am really, I am really scared about a bloodbath 10 days from now. Uh, look, I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love that you are scared of that. <laughs> from Donny Deutsch himself. I can see that you are scared. Again, for anybody who didn't catch my programs earlier this week, we have two scenarios. One is a red wave. We take control of the House and the Senate, and we have real investigations. We're already, for whatever reason, you have Lindsey Graham joking or making jokes at these Republican events saying we're going to have people jumping off of bridges in San Francisco. That's scenario number one. Fauci, everybody's stepping down. They know what's coming. All of a sudden, we have certain, I think I read today, Amazon or whatever, they're all of a sudden taking donations from election deniers, these Republicans. They know. It's, everybody knows what's coming. That's scenario number one. Everybody on the left and the right is expecting that scenario except for one or two people. Pelosi being one of them. Ironic. Pelosi's all over the news today. Coincidence. The other scenario is that we allow them to steal it. We'll talk about this more later. Think about it. If we allow them to steal it, Everyone on the left and the right is going to see the steal. And what this time we have a lot more control of the bullhorn? 
Great Awakening on steroids. Just a quick review for anybody. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, you guys know there's a lot happening. Let's go into this one. I don't even know where to begin. My goal is to review these in most succinct manner possible. All of a sudden, let's just work our way backwards. Let's scroll down. All of a sudden, take a look, people, at one of these um, Dropbox observation areas, right, in Arizona somewhere. All of a sudden, we have these individuals looking exactly like the Patriot Front group showing up with these. I mean, what is this? <laughs> And then we have Democrats calling out that situation and immediately contacting the media. And then the media is conveniently interviewing some people. That these people that they're interviewing do not appear to be like the patriots that were there watching the drop boxes. They did this yesterday, people. They launched a whole new brand new operation. Remember, people, nobody said this was going to be easy. This is a dangerous animal in a corner. They're doing everything they can. They know we just saw a video with Donnie Deutz himself saying, oh, I sense a bloodbath coming. CIA's Donnie Dutch is saying this. And again, people, here it is. They roll up. They, come on, these odds. Look, look at the beige pants. Same thing. Wow. What are the odds? Look at the. <laughs> you can't make this up. And they all, all of a sudden, this whole thing breaks out. And they're trying to link this to this Clean Elections USA group. That's what this is all about. And there it is. And now you have Mark Elias. He's getting in on this. Like it says here, Epoch Time reported on lawsuit against Clean Elections USA and its founder, Melody Jennings, that was filed by Mark Elias, law firm on behalf of the Arizona Alliance of Retired for retired Americans and voto Latino. So you have, look at this demon, he's at it again. So they're trying to bring down this Clean Elections USA group. And like I said here, yesterday a case was filed in federal court by Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Mark Elias, against the Clean Elections USA group, a grassroots group that openly requests that volunteers help to monitor the absentee ballot drop boxes. So, and in his lawsuit, he is, they're claiming that all voters are in danger from these dangerous terrorists that are observing the boxes. And I could have swore when I met this Trump Trumpster girl or whatever this girl, this Trump Trumper girl or whatever that is involved in that. I think that's the first thing I said to her. Okay, give it a few weeks. Ha! You got to know how the enemy thinks. Come on, people. No one should be surprised that that's what they're doing. So there it is. And in response to that, 
Of course, Attorney General Garland says, well, we're going to have to do something about that. Promises to address, quote, voter intimidation after armed and masked drop box election observers who look an awful lot, a lot like fake Patriot Front groups show up at the drop box in Arizona. Boom. <laughs> so be aware of that obvious pre right before the election. These are, this is only this is about my opening monologue. They need control. They see that no one is listening to the fake news media. They're going to they're. They're making phone calls. Forget the 4 a.m. drop. 4 a.m., 4 p.m. drop for everything. They're, right now, they're dropping. They're planning. They're freaking out. They're rolling out all the assets. Everybody's coming out. This is full-on panic. Think about that. And, that. and now, with that said, now that we've set the stage... I already said it. Be on the lookout for Arizona. Something big is going to happen in Arizona. I think the end result will be that Katie Hobbs is going to be arrested. I could be wrong. And now I'm saying it right here, people. The deep state, they are not going to hand over Pennsylvania. It's going to be a bloodbath. I'm predicting violence in Pennsylvania. And here it is, people. You heard it here. So joining me now is Lee Chapman, Pennsylvania's acting secretary of the Commonwealth, whose office is in charge of overseeing the election. Appreciate you spending a few minutes. Let me talk about the threat issue. What has that done to poll worker recruitment? Uh Boom. FBI warns of threats to Pennsylvania election workers. They're setting up the stage. They are not going to hand over Pennsylvania. They're going to, I mean, Fetterman's wife They've been grooming Fetterman's wife for a long time. They're not going to just let this one slip away, people. Get ready. And do you feel confident you have enough security to handle uh, these election threats? Well, thank you so much for having me here today, Chuck. And, you know, um, hello from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where our capital is. Um, Yes, unfortunately, we have seen an increase of threats since 2020. And, you know, we have 67 counties here in Pennsylvania and county election directors have actually left their jobs because of threats. You know, some have also left because of planned retirements, but we've had about 50 counties. Yeah, right. By the way. Yeah, right. Many election directors leave their jobs. And it's an unfortunate situation here in Pennsylvania because a lot of these threats are fueled by mis and disinformation about the election process here in Pennsylvania. (laughs) There it is, people. We all know everything she is saying is a lie. Really? Trump had record crowds in Pennsylvania. They're setting up the operation. 100%. Take it to the bank. So my goal as acting secretary of state is to make sure we're educating voters, the public, the media, just about how the voting process works in Pennsylvania. I'm sure you are educating the public and everybody. This is the information campaign. This is a disinformation operation. How vote counting takes time. And because of the restrictions we have with our state law, you know, we will not have unofficial returns on election night like other states. Right there. Hear it again. And what? And because of the restrictions we have with our state law, you know, we will not have unofficial returns on election night like other states. Right there. How does she know that? 
We've been doing elections for hundreds of years in this country. Again, people, take it home. Show this to your family members. And because of the restrictions we have with our state law, you know, we will not have unofficial returns on election night like other states. Right there. And because of the restrictions we have, yeah, we're not going to have any election results the way it's supposed to be the day of the night of the election. What? We were the ones that created those restrictions. (laughs) They think we're stupid, people. Now you guys can see what's happening. They created these these weird restrictions, whatever it is they, she's talking about. And now they're using that as the reason. Hey, hey! I'm predicting violence in Pennsylvania. And the last time I predicted violence was January 6th, before the event. Remember? You got a lot of you guys that have come to the channel regularly. You remember that. I said, anybody who goes to the Capitol, good luck. That there will be violence, and I predicted that people were going to die on January 6th. Not that it's about me. I'm not. This is common sense, people. Something big is going to go down in Pennsylvania. They need to get Fetterman's wife inserted. They've been grooming her for a long time. They don't care about Fetterman. Obviously, his own fake wife doesn't care about him either. All right? Think about that, and here it is more. They're pushing the same narrative. Liberal pro-abortion organization files lawsuit over people. What? Monitoring ballot drop boxes in Arizona. So this simple act of simply monitoring drop boxes is a reason for them to sue everybody. Lawfare. We're in a real war. This is civil war, people. This is a real war. Think about what we're saying here. And... This League of Women is getting in on this. League of Women's Voters. They're recruiting these leftist Marxist organizations. All all weapons, all the tools, all the assets are now activated. They know what is happening. They get that there's a red wave coming. All options are on the table. Think about it. While you're thinking of that, think, look at these people. (laughs) Georgia mail truck possibly carrying dozens of absentee ballots burned to a crisp. We are in, well, they wanted civil war. And I, I said it weeks ago that it was going to be a bloody ending. Lots of people dying. Explosions, bombs, threats, people getting killed. And it's all happening. Think about it. when has this ever happened? <laughs> how does a U.S. mail truck in any way, shape, or form, how does it blow up? Think about it. <laughs> Was it an electric vehicle? No, it was not. Think about it. They say nobody was injured? Yeah, whatever. But this happened in Baker County Sheriff. Well, the Baker County Sheriff's Office published these photos. So think about this. Think of the logic. Think of the optics. What is happening? It's all going down. And one of the reasons they're panicked is right here. 21% of black voters support GOP. Lights out, donkeys. 
Boom. Get the word out. 40% of Hispanics and 21% of blacks are backing the Republican Party. Boom. According to their far left USA Today. And again, the issue is inflation. No one is believing the fake administration that continues to lie. The bullhorn is being taken away and the this commitment to this narrative and the blue check marks and everything we said earlier, all of that is finally failing. Why? Because people are organically inclined to care about their immediate safety, their immediate needs. I want to put out a couple of headlines for your um, for you to consider that are not election related. I just want to put this out. This is spiritual related. Jimmy Kimmel mocks Halloween conspiracy theorists. Really? After fentanyl seized in candy at LAX airport. So why would anyone laugh and mock a real situation that's taking place? Think about it. This is a real situation with children's candy was really is really fentanyl think of all the people that are going to die if anyone touches this this is enough for him to be crying that's the only reason i'm throwing this out don't forget the correct con anyone left to right doesn't matter i don't care if you're muslim i don't care doesn't matter you should be crying when you hear about this that fentanyl is being in look at the picture people in children's candies why is he not crying you don't care about humanity what's wrong with you dude Great awakening. Think about it. It's not even left versus right. These are people that have no soul. And I want to throw this out. Be aware. They are so evil. Now they want your kid to be obese. That is pretty evil if you ask me. This is equivalent to the destruction of the female, of the feminine, the feminist movement. See, the Marxists, they hate women. They want to overthrow everything that women do. So, but they're doing it by elevating and worshiping these psychiatric, these psychiatric patients known as trannies. So now they've launched a brand new operation. Disney debuts first plus size heroin in short film tackling body dysmorphia. So now they're glorifying being obese let that sink in there it is entertainment giant disney has unveiled its first plus size heroin and short film about an oversized ballet dance ballet dancer dealing with body dysmorphia so yeah it's fun to be obese so what you're gonna die early so what you're at increased risk of heart attack and stroke and diabetes and all kinds of other disorders. Who? So what? So what? We're going to kill the babies. So what? We're taking over your child's mind by sexualizing them with the tranny operation, <clears throat> turning them into psychiatric patients, almost guaranteeing that they will live the confused, depressed life and very likely kill themselves early in addition to not procreating and not having a family. So what? 
Maybe we'll make them fat. Can you guys see it? They hate humanity that much. And, um, I think this, back to the election, be aware of this, Lisa Murkowski at Alaska debate, quote, climate change is real. <laughs> laugh out loud. <gasps> and like I posted on True Social, she is sounding like AJ. Think about it, people. This is supposed to be a Republican. Now, I'm so against the mega movement. I just realized I'm a Republican, but I realize that climate change is real. <laughs> think about it. And think of this is shocking. I mean, you can't make this up. This has to do with, um, I believe, all the way with the election. Breaking PayPal. What has reinstated its policy to fine users $2,500 directly from their accounts if they spread misinformation? You cannot make this up. This is incredible. So, hopefully everyone that's watching this channel by now, you've left PayPal. But there it is. They're coming out. They're admitting they're going to find everyone and anyone 2500 bucks for not going along with the Marxist ideology. That's the bottom line. But the difference is that they're going to steal your money this time, in addition to censoring you. Wow. Well, I, I could see a lot of lawsuits coming. Well, anyone who's still supporting PayPal, maybe you deserve to get 2500 bucks stolen from you. I think it's interesting, and I think this goes along with this. All of a sudden, look at the timing. YouTube will now certify medical experts in bid to crack down on misinformation. Well, I'm going to say it now because it's inevitable, and we're about to get into the purchase of Twitter by Elon Musk. Why is Google and YouTube suddenly claiming that they are a medical authority? And now PayPal is saying, yeah, you know what? Maybe we are going to fine everybody 2500 bucks who doesn't agree with the Marxist ideology. That's basically what they're saying. Why are they doing this now? And I think there's two thoughts that came to mind when I saw this headline. One is that I think they could be ready after the election. And if it happens, remember, you heard it here first. I think after the election, this tells me something. Something is brewing behind the scenes. Now that YouTube is changing their policy, this new policy that will allow healthcare information providers to be certified in an effort to combat misinformation, really? And YouTube has been working on additional ways to help doctors and nurses mental health professionals and healthcare information providers to bring high quality health information, high quality, what is high quality, what is that? You want high quality medical information, you come to this channel. Come to channels like a lot of other people. They're doing this. Two things come to mind. One, I think I mean, ladies and gentlemen, is this practically an admission that they are going to crank up 
the virus all over again right after the election. Or they're going to roll out another virus. They're going to do something. They wouldn't be doing this, people. Common sense. They would not be doing this unless they're planning another virus. Some, I mean, we had this story in Massachusetts at University of Boston last week that they were creating this other virus, this super-duper COVID, that is way more infectious and way deadlier. That, I mean, I, I think it could be related to that. And this new operation, they're getting it ready and they're setting up the stage. The other option is that they are outright panicking because of what Elon Musk is doing, taking away their bullhorn as a whole, not just Elon Musk. Elon Musk is not, that's just one part of the whole thing. This whole thing with Elon Musk purchasing Twitter. So which one is it? We're going to get into Elon, the whole thing with Twitter in a second. First, we have another big operation happening in the last 24 hours. Everybody knows about it by now, I'm sure. All of a sudden, we have this perpetrator, this home intruder, all of a sudden breaking into Nancy Pelosi's home, which logically speaking, I have an inclination to not there's something suspicious about this. I admit. Something doesn't feel right. And um, I haven't seen any images of Paul Pelosi in the hospital. And again, people, excuse I'm not trying to be conspiratorial. I'm just saying what what I'm what I'm noticing. And I'm not saying he was not attacked, but I'm noticing that the story has changed several times. And we're going to see that this attacker is basically a psychiatric patient. How would he even know where Pelosi lives? I mean, something doesn't add up. And um, I think it's, I just, the fact that Pelosi is also the one behind January 6th, you know, it's just something I can't point my finger to. I just don't get it. And then maybe we could figure it out. Uh, And I don't want to spend too much time on this. There it is, people. He comes out. The media is all over this. Let's do this like intellectual patriots that have been coming to Truth on our TV for years. Especially those of you that come to the members channel. You'll appreciate this. Look at who's involved in this. Pelosi. Specifically Pelosi. The same woman that a few days ago said, take it to the bank. The Democrats are going to win. Pelosi who arguably has the most to lose from this red wave that's coming. Because she's going to look stupid. And she's got problems with her husband and investigations. And she's going to be taken down because she did January 6th. I'm saying it right here on this channel tonight, people. Pelosi did January 6th. I'll say it again. 
Pelosi did January 6th along with the Capitol Police and Antifa and everybody else that was involved. This is basically her event. You think she's going to let the red wave come through? And again, people, I'm just speaking logically. And look at what what are the odds that it's Pelosi. It, this person comes in and then, like I said, people, then the media, all of the media is focused on this one story. When people, we just went over the other day in Florida, this, this, this supporter of Marco Rubio. It wasn't even a Trump supporter. A Marco Rubio supporter right now is in the hospital fighting for his life. Where was the media on that one? What about this writer that got attacked in New York? That the, uh, the Muslims in Iran had a bounty for him. And now this guy lost an eye, this whole thing. I mean, these attacks happen all the time. But now the media is salivating <laughs> over this one story. This is, to me, suspicious. I'm saying it right here tonight. There it is, people. This attacker who San Francisco Police Chief William Scott identified as David DePape or DePape, DePape, however you pronounce it, that 42, has been charged with crimes including attempted homicide, etc., etc. And look at the headline. Where is Nancy? So they make a big deal. He's looking for Nancy. And I guess Paul Pelosi had a hammer and then he took the hammer away from Paul. And then he used it on Paul. He bashed his head with a hammer. How is he still alive? This guy is only 42 years old. He's probably pretty strong. If a 42-year-old hits an old guy like Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer, he should be dead. That's just my medical opinion. I wasn't there. This is just me pontificating. I'm throwing my doubts And already they're talking about he's expected to make a full recovery. Really? I thought he just got hit over over the head with a hammer. Or or was this one of those paper mache hammers? Something, it's like this, people. It's like shocking headline, but conveniently, they already know that Paul Pelosi is going to be fully recovered and he's going to be lapping it off by next week. How do they know that so fast? All right, people. Then, if that ain't enough, then we have this. Paul Pelosi attacker arrested in underwear. What? Promoted. And look at that. Already, the the leftist media is trying to link him to conspiracies. And, ah, there it is. He happens to have a manifesto. I'm this villain. I'm about to break into Pelosi's house. I've got my manifesto ready. Ladies and gentlemen, the manifesto, I'm saying it. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. This is fake. In my opinion. Why? Because of this one word right here. (laughs) I've been saying this since 2012, people. Whenever you hear the word manifesto, you can believe the story. Good luck. Good luck. Let me know how that worked out. 
Nobody writes a manifesto. Period. Nobody. The manifesto is only going to do you in. It's only give... That's a technique, people. Nobody, I'm saying it again, nobody writes a manifesto, especially if you're just this regular criminal and you're trying to get some things done. So, obviously, this looks very, very phony to me. And don't take it from me. I like the conclusion of this. Excuse me. Uh, Hold on, folks. You're just this regular criminal and you're trying to All right, that ain't going to work. That's me. All right. Listen in, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Fox News alert. Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, was beaten in the head with a hammer inside their San Francisco home at 2.30 in the morning. A man broke into his home, the home he shares with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who wasn't here at the time, but that man broke into the home and attacked him with a hammer. He suffered blunt force trauma to his head and his body, experienced some bruising and other injuries, but again, is expected to fully recover. In the meantime, we have a number of different law enforcement agencies at the local and federal level investigating, continuing to gather evidence. Here's what we know. Paul Pelosi just came out of brain surgery and is expecting a full recovery, according to his doctors. He sustained a fractured skull and serious injuries to his right arm and hands. Police arrested the alleged attacker, a 42-year-old white male named David DePape. He's an illegal alien from Canada. He has a long criminal history, including elder abuse and a slew of other felonies, but wasn't deported. San Francisco is a sanctuary city. The San Francisco Chronicle says he's a nudist activist who makes hemp jewelry. And he's been posting crazy screeds on the Internet for years. I read through a few of them, and he looks mentally ill. CNN reports he was homeless, sleeping in a storage shed, and addicted to narcotics. A few former acquaintances told CNN he was out of touch with reality. So in summary, he was a mentally ill, homeless, nudist, illegal alien, ex-con druggie who should have been deported. The police say at 2.27 a.m. today, officers were dispatched to Pelosi's home, responding to a well-being check that was called in. Politico reports that Paul Pelosi was able to dial 911 himself after telling the (laughs) intruder he had to go use the bathroom and then calling from there, where his phone was charging. Sources told ABC News that DePape busted in through a sliding glass door and shouted, where's Nancy, when he entered the home. And according to CNN, he tried to tie up Paul Pelosi and said he was going to wait for Nancy to come home. Police have not confirmed that and say they have not yet determined a motive. This is what they say they saw when they arrived. They encountered an adult male and Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. There was a little confusion about the hammer. What we believe is that Paul was struggling with DePape over control of the hammer, just one hammer, and was hit with it as police arrived. That's not what the police just said, though. And I'm just going to leave it at that. So it's amazing how CNN has all this detail about every, all these people, All these different media outlets all seem to have detailed information about this event, but the police doesn't have this information.
You decide. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that we were told September of 2020 that this is how they do it. We were asked, how do you amplify a desired theme narrative? MSDNC controls what you see, and we were told it was a digital echo. We were told that that includes that it's perpetuated by Twitter, Facebook, and Google. Because why? They control what you see and what trends. I'll say it again. Twitter, Facebook, and Google, they control what you see and what is going to trend. And they create a digital echo chamber. This is what we are dealing with. This is what tonight's entire program is all about. We started talking about this the other night. And then after that digital echo chamber is created, they're in the middle of doing that right now with the Pelosi, this supposed attack. Whatever happened, maybe, who knows what happened. I'm just saying the story doesn't make sense to me. I don't like the feel of it. I don't like the, the, the people involved. It's something is suspicious. The police are saying one thing. CNN is saying another. Daily Beast and these other people, uh, political, they're saying, everybody's saying something else. But the one thing we all know is that Paul Pelosi is going to be just fine. He's going to be great. Don't worry about it. So anyway, after this digital echo chamber is created, then the Hollywood stars, they swarm in to enforce that digital echo chamber. Get it? After it was created by the, the fake news media, MSDNC, then the big tech comes in to reinforce it, then the Hollywood celebrities step in, boom, to reinforce this digital echo chamber. Then the blue check marks come in to reinforce it. They come right behind the Hollywood celebrities. This is how they do it. This is a system of control. So with that in mind, now take into consideration what is happening because one major arm of of the system that creates the digital echo chamber is being removed. Elon Musk may become Twitter CEO reverse lifetime bans. You guys know about this? So Elon Musk steps in. We talked about this on Wednesday. It's official. And he fires everybody, right? All this is happening. Everyone's talking about this. He is locking out Twitter engineers and has Tesla staff review code, the Twitter code. This is a big, big problem for the deep state. And you can think of whatever you want to of Elon Musk. This is a big situation. This Vijaya Gade. Remember this woman? She's gone. Everybody's gone. And, I mean, see what you guys think. What is going to happen? Following his takeover Twitter, Tesla CEO Elon Musk reportedly had Tesla engineers review Twitter software code and prevented Twitter engineers from making further changes. So this is obviously a crossroad in the history of our civilization. See, this is a big deal because of the bullhorn. 
They cannot get their new world order without the bullhorn and without the apparatus that we just went over. This digital echo chamber. The digital echo chamber is now at risk in a major, 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 major way. So, people are wondering, you know, some people think that Trump is going to go back to Twitter. That's not going to happen. Let's get that one out of the way. Trump would be stupid to go back to Twitter when he's got Truth Social, which Twitter will never, I don't think, will ever be as big as Truth Social. I think I think the way Truth Social is growing, I mean, that's my opinion. See what you think. And then we have this. The Again, think of what we said about the digital echo chamber. And now gets up, uh, Facebook stock down 22% based on disappointing earnings. Hey, Zuckerberg, uh, maybe Elon Musk can buy out your Facebook. Get it? (laughs) Or someone else. Maybe Trump will buy Facebook. Or some Trump supporter. Get it? The digital echo chamber is falling apart. They're losing money left and right. We talked about the whole thing with the ESG and BlackRock. A lot of red states are defunding. They're they're breaking away from BlackRock. We have a red wave that's about to take place. Something is happening. All right, think about that. And to round out tonight, this is almost unbelievable, but this should remind us that the enemy is panicking. This is so so obvious, darkness to light. You cannot make this up. FBI now wants, what, 66 years before releasing information on Seth Rich laptop. Ha <laughs> ha. Information they originally denied they had. <laughs> you can't make this up, people. And it's all happening. Epoch time is coming out. The FBI is asking a U.S. court to reverse its order that it produced information from Seth Rich's laptop computer if the court does not. The Bureau wants 66 years to produce the information. <laughs> Laugh. Yeah, where's my laughing track? <laughs> yeah, come on, people. You can't make this up. They want 66 years. We know now, I mean, we already knew. They murdered Seth Rich because Seth Seth Rich took the information from the DNC servers and gave it to Julian Assange. Can we get this over with already? And don't forget that other conspiracies work the same way. Everybody knows what happened on 9-11, but they're still perpetuating the same narrative. Everybody knows at this point what happened on January 6th. We have the videos showing the, the Capitol Police letting everyone in. What's so controversial about that? The video is available for free everywhere. <laughs> There's nothing controversial. But yet, everyone is still repeating this digital echo chamber narrative. This is sorcery, people. 
everyone who's a Christian, you have an obligation to stand up, be brave, and speak the truth. See through the lies of the fake news media. Think about that. And finally, tonight, before we see what Trump is saying, really, the, <clears throat> I want to throw this out for your consideration. Special counsel John Durham had until November of 2024, plenty of time, to file charges against deep state brass behind the FBI Trump Russia fraud against the American people. This is oh, a little bit shocking, but it should intrigue you that we now have a report being talked about that um, now basically Paul Sperry is pointing out that something big is happening. Um, According to Paul Sperry, the FBI conspiracy to defraud the American public can be prosecuted no later than seven years after the the offense is committed. So Dirty and Andy McCabe signed the last fraudulent FISA request to spy on the Trump administration in 2017. The warrant expired on September 22nd of 2017. Therefore, Durham had until September of 2024 to file fraud charges against McCabe. Durham is reportedly, however, filing a report instead. What? So Durham is choosing to put together his report now after demonstrating that the coup was real and after demonstrating that even though the coup is real and the evidence is solid at least based on the first three cases you cannot get justice. You can't get an evenly balanced jury and a fair trial. At least not in Washington, D.C. and in Virginia. And I would imagine that's going to be part of his report. So, as I posted on True Social, is Durham basically going to say I get it. This is my report. The coup is real. Remember, because in Mueller's report, one of the things that Mueller had to declare was there was no collusion. But if Mueller says, I admit overwhelming evidence of collusion, we're dealing in a, we're in a different situation. But Trump met with Mueller, wink, wink, the rest is history. So is Durham going to say, yeah, I have till 2024. It's no point. I've seen enough. Treason. Corruption so bad, you can't even get a real trial. We don't know. Everyone has an opinion. If you know the facts, few have the facts, few know the plan. That's really it, people. Um, We have Trump bragging about he's going to be out. The day on the eve of election day, President Trump will hold a rally in Ohio. We talked about these rallies that are coming up. 
Then we've got a rally in Florida. <clears throat> Trump. Talking about Trump to stay on True Social amid Elon Musk Twitter takeover. Yeah, Trump is reporting this about himself to everyone on True Social. <laughs> and um, we see here, I think this is interesting, that NBC is already, they're trying to go after True Social and a federal judge just refuted the entire premise of NBC's article that True Social users were somehow engaged in illegal activity. Who would have thought the fake news would get this one wrong? And that being, again, back to the people that are observing the drop boxes, they're trying to link it to True Social, basically. So think about that. No one should be surprised. That's a lot to consider for the weekend. And, um... Think about that. Hold on, folks. Hold on, folks. Just want to get this out because I want to get a link for you folks. And that is right here. To Truth on RTV, join me. Check out the latest on truthonrtv.com and check out the member channel. You can you can Become a member by going to this link here on the truthonrtv.com website, or you can check out the link in the description box. And join me on the members channel where I have uploaded a brand new part six of the Operation Trust series. Kaboom, to say the least. And, you know, I want to get that out there for all of you folks. And I appreciate everyone. Thank you for joining me here tonight. And um, if you have inquiries... Send those inquiries to truthandarttv at protonmail.com. And um, that's a good way, you know, to reach out to me. All right. And um, get the word out. Share this information. Again, I want to thank and I want to let everyone know that it looks like Rumble has done something and we've uncovered what has been one or maybe two years of blacklisted shadow banning on Rumble that may have just come to an end. See what you think. I want to get that out. God bless you all, ladies and gentlemen. I will be back on Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. I love you all. God bless you. Enjoy your weekend. Amen. God bless you. I love you all. Wow.